This is M.I.P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Folks, we welcome to make it plain today. The president of Delaware State University, the HBCU, President Biden brags about the most. We were all at the uh, anniversary of the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial dedication. And of course, Howard was recognized because of the vice president, Howard, one of my alma maters. But President Biden made sure to remind us that while we all talk about Howard, we can't forget Dell State where, where he got started. So the president of Delaware State is here with us, Dr. Tony Allen. Dr. Allen, welcome to Make It Plain. How are you, brother? I'm doing well, Rev. Good to be with you, my friend. It's, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, and in that vein, it's appropriate that you're kind of, of leading the HBCU initiative for the White House, aren't you? That's correct. I got appointed in um, September and um, it, it was an honor, uh, certainly, and I'm humbled by it. But more importantly, as you know, it's an important moment uh, for HBCU. So our opportunity to lift our voice in a much different way and have the backing of an administration that knows HBCUs deep in their bones, I think has been very important uh, for us and will be uh, throughout the administration's tenure. And you've kind of, you, you've been organizing too, uh, when it comes to HBCU institutions, uh, a number of them, what I think about 50 at least. 65 actually is the final 65. number. Okay, yeah. that's great. So, so they've all written uh, the Senate asking them to pass Build Back Better, right? That's correct. That's correct. Um, and it wasn't a big lift, actually. Uh, like I said, I think my, I know that my colleagues recognize the moment. And they also see uh, the historic investments uh, from the administration um, today and recognize that it is really just a down payment on the future. You can't solve any of the historic inequities we faced over the last nearly 200 years with any specific bill. Uh, but the last couple of initiatives that the administration uh, has included the American Rescue Plan and now Build Back Better have had significant, in fact, historic uh, funding provisions provisions for HBCUs. But now, wait a minute. There was this this big thing on social media and this this meme and splash that Joe Biden was actually cutting a lot of money from HBCUs. Uh, talk to us about that confusion. We know that's no longer true. But tell us more even about what, in fact, Build Back Better would do for our HBCUs. Yeah, so a couple of things. And, and to hit directly to that point, uh, the president didn't cut anything um, in his particular proposals. Um, it, made it, way th- it made its way through Congress, as you know. Uh, and while the provisions were not what were originally proposed, they are still historic in nature. When you think about the $4.7 billion from the American uh, Rescue Plan and what is now effectively about $10 billion uh, for HBCUs and MSIs and HSIs, uh, that that in and of itself are game changers for us. But as I said, no one particular piece of legislation is going to do the trick for nearly 200 years of inequities. What I can tell you though is when I wrote the uh, I wrote a dear colleague letter uh, when I first got appointed uh, to the White House initiative and uh, really highlighted a couple of things relative to broader priorities. One, physical infrastructure. Uh, so recognizing that we need to have living and learning spaces that can help us compete on par with our mainstream counterparts. Build Back Better does that. 
uh, to the comprehensive research nature of our institutions. Uh, now you know that many, many HBCUs have significant research capacity. And mm -hmm. a lot of the research we do are consistent with what you see many of our mainstream peers doing relative to disproportionate realities. We actually think we have special expertise there. That is in Build Back Better as well. And then the final piece was more financial support uh, for low resource students. And this one, Rev, I think is a particularly important one uh, because as you may have seen through the United Negro College Fund's latest report, it says that HBCUs more than any other higher education institution in America are chiefly responsible for putting folks from low resource communities, particularly African-American folks into the middle class. That's kind of social and economic uh, mobility cannot be overstated. So making sure that they have the resources um, to get through our schools and walk across that stage. And as Delaware State says, enter to learn and go forth to serve has mm -hmm. been absolutely uh, critical. And that too is in the Build Back Better legislation. So again, I see it as a down payment on a long-term promise and I expect ongoing commitment from the administration. More MIP after this message. And, and when you have more African-Americans entering the middle class, um, then that's even a, a greater contribution to uh, society as a whole. Um, and, and not to sound too um, um, bureaucratic or technocratic, but I mean, that helps build a tax base too. No question about it. No question about it. Remember, and I know you know this, but just for your listeners, we are only 3% of all college and universities in the country, only 3%. We're only getting 1% of the federal funding um, that should be allocated to us but we're still producing nearly 20% of all African-American students in the country. So when you talk about the return on investment uh, for uh, those folks who might not have all the doors open to them, uh, the, what we can do to your point is not only changing the tax base, but making sure that our folks, when they walk across that stage, never forget where they come from and certainly bring others along. Isn't that also true, Dr. Allen, that the majority of African-Americans to go on to get advanced degrees also come from HBCUs. I mean, if we go get masters and PhDs nine times out of 10, we're coming from HBCUs, aren't we? Judges, uh, PhDs, STEM disciplines, I could go on and on the preponderance of HBCU graduates that go on to uh, get uh, professional degrees have started at an HBCU. And I think that goes to what we can do. I was telling uh, folks this earlier, with respect to the quality of instruction, uh, I have been in a lot of different institutions. Uh, there, is, there is nothing uh, that we do um, that is less than anything you're gonna find at any other similarly situated institutions. The secret sauce, right, is really about how we wrap our arms around our students and make sure that we understand what's happening throughout their life so they can get across that stage. And that is important um, for us, because we are changing literally the trajectory of students who will literally change the traje trajectory for their families and their communities. It is critical. And I think now that you've seen a little bit of elevation of HBCUs in the country, it is now up to us as leaders of these institutions to make sure that the momentum continues, that we are loud voices and we are speaking uh, independently about what's happening in our respective communities and in HBCUs as a whole. More MIP after this message. 
Hey, peeps. It's your girl, Danielle Moody, host of Woke AF Daily. Every weekday, I'm sounding the alarm and keeping you woke to all the pure evil that is going on in our country. Check me out now at patreon.com slash woke AF. Get five new shows every week for just $5 a month. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. You also mentioned the, the physical infrastructure. I, of course, I covered the, the protests at Howard University, which highlighted um, a, a lot of that. But what happened at Howard is happening. A lot of HBCUs, isn't it? They, they need upgrades and upkeep. I mean, it, it costs billions of dollars to maintain buildings at our HBCUs, uh, doesn't it? Yes, you know, the deferred maintenance at many of our HBCUs um, is significant. Um, that is not an issue that we haven't faced here at Delaware State University. I don't, I don't conflate those issues, though. What I believe that the president and the administration are doing are recognizing the historic inequities across the multiple facets um, that we're facing HBCUs and trying to do something about them. Having said that, I believe physical and now technological infrastructure is really at the top of that list. So the opportunity for us to take advantage of some resources that previously were not directly um, uh, directed at us or at, at the high, higher proportion as we're seeing now, I believe is going to really make a substantive difference for us. And again, it's a down payment. It's not the end all be all, but you got to take the first step to take the last one. And this is a big first step. No, you're right. That, that is a down. And folks, when there's a down payment, there's a lot more that comes after. Right. So that, right. I think that's uh, important. Um, lastly, what um, are what do you think our chances are of of the Senate getting this done? Build Back Better has a lot in there for a lot of people, particularly mm -hmm. our HBCUs, as we're discussing. Um, I mean, we know some of the obstacles we faced in the Senate. How 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 are you feeling, Dr. Allen? Uh, do you think the letter from the sixty five HBCU presidents will have a significant impact and even move people like Mansion and Cinema? Reverend, I, I tell you, I'm bullish. Uh, and I can tell you one of the reasons we normally work, as you know, through our associative groups, right? United Negro College Fund, Thurgood Marshall College Fund, and they've done great for us. But we wanted to make sure that we attached our independent names as leaders of these institutions um, to this letter uh, for, your, for the very point you made, uh, that we wanted our voices to be heard in a, in a much different and louder way than uh, we have previously. Having said that, uh, I know um, that it won't be uh, an easy proposition, uh, but it is the right thing to do. And I think the moment requires uh, more of the entire um, Senate uh, to get it done. So I am hopeful, quite hopeful actually, and bullish on the prospects of all the things that are in Build Back Better for sure, but certainly uh, with respect to HBCUs. Dr. Tony Allen, folks, is the president of Dell State, Delaware State University where Joe Biden is from. We thank you for joining us on Make It Plain today, sir. Thanks, Rev, and go Hornets. All right, go Hornets indeed. <laughs> Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been Made Plain. Yeah. <laughs>
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.